Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. Welcome back, and a healthy welcome back to our dear friend, Neil, who's back from England. Thank you, sir. Today, we talk about the dreadful result at Nottingham Forest, the rest of the Premier League results of the weekend, a fantastic result against Ajax this very night, what's going on in Champions League, and our upcoming fixtures on the weekend. All right, boys. Let's keep this brief. Nottingham Forest. Nottingham. Nottingham. Yeah. The way you say it, like, what is that? Nottingham. The Go sheriff on. of Nottingham. Nottingham. Yeah, there's three syllables. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Not- Nottingham. Ting. Nottingham. Nottingham. So you guys... Try with, it again. Come with, on, you can do it. You yeah. guys have your accents. I have mine. That's why I say Norwich. And you're wrong there too. Well, it's not Norwich, wrong. Connecticut it is, is wrong. not. All right, so I got a buddy from Peru. Okay, good friend of mine. You mean Peru? Sh- shout out! Shout out. <laughs> you don't even say that, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and that's one. Ding, twenty-five cents. <laughs> so my buddy from Peru, he calls me Neek because he has a Peruvian accent. I never correct him because I respect the fact that his accent is different from my name. Isn't Neek? It's it is now Nick. <laughs> Hey, Nick. Anyway, let's talk about the... Uh... I just like how someone says your name. Come on, say it one more time. Nottingham. Forest beat Liverpool <laughs> 1-0. Even the word forest sounds weird. <laughs> What's what? Forest. Forest, yeah, forest. I'm all right with no, even the way Oh, said... even the way you said forest is weird? Yeah, it's fine. All right. It's fine. Go on. It's, it's <laughs> a garage, by the way, let's not l- a garage. Garage. Because then it would be garbage and it's not garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah? You guys can go back to England and Ireland if you like. You don't have to be here if you don't there like it. There we go. There's the, there's the nationalistic hey, sentiment of modern America. Oh, yeah. My accent is better than everybody else's, and you say words wrong isn't that same attitude. The language is called English, live. and we're talking about the English Premier League. That's fine. I'm not going to And we to live talk. in New England. Like I'm from. Do you know if I started saying things like I was from the UK, everyone would go, what are you doing, you cornball? <laughs> You corn grew ball. up in New England. What's a corn I don't know what a cornball is either, but it's, thanks, it's, Tom. It's 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 like a uh, it's almost like a pastry, but it's made of corn and it's in the shape of a ball. I think it's fried. I don't know. I've never actually had one. <laughs> I know they exist. Though. That sounds like fair food. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of experience in that. Why can't field, they just so? do a good old deep fried Mars bar like we do? Oh, I think they do. Deep fried Oreo is not bad either. Oh yeah, yeah I do like yeah. a deep fried Oreo. I think they do. But we might be Oreo. 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 It's pronounced Oreo. Yeah. Like Oreo. the baseball team, yeah? <laughs> so now you are. I actually also don't know illiterate. what you're speaking of. <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles. It's pronounced Ariel. <laughs> and it's not Baltimore, it's Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> like baseball. Well, you know what? Baseball. All I know it's is. It's a windy city. What's the windy city called? Chicago. Chicago. Right, Chicago. Irish people go Chicago for some reason. Oh yeah, they had an R. No, there's Americans that do that too, though. That's not that. That's not that uncommon. Well, the good news about this segment is we've got see our how, ba- we've got our baseball reference on... over oh, early. Oh, yeah, I'm not enough. talking about baseball. See how I picked on his language, your language, and then picked on my own, <laughs> like a good Irish person. Yeah, you go all the way around. Well, we've got Americans that add R's to things. Like I saw her. You I what? saw her. I saw her. I swear to God, that's that's. Something that, especially here in New England, they say that. 
Well, this is much better than talking about the forest game. Oh, so, God, forest. Uh, all right. So, let's get into it. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not fair weather fans. We all watched all 90 minutes. Well, except for Tom. He showed up late again. <laughs> well, technically, I got up and watched it here, lying down on that with a tiny hangover. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been because we recorded the game. That we tried to record a podcast the night before, but. Um, for people who are counting, we did not release that episode um, due yes. to a severe um, large quantity of alcohol. Uh, a lack um, of structure. We were uh, all three, or four, four, yeah. three so. or four beers deep before we even hit record. So, so maybe there'll be a gem of a release one day, but for now... It's the hidden tapes. Indeed. Yeah, we're, we're adding to that <laughs> very frequently too, I think. So Tom, you keep all the cuts too. I know you do. So, so the starting lineup—that's the first thing I want to talk about for yeah. this Forest game. I wasn't that happy about it. I'm not sure there was many alternatives, given that we played Ajax on the um, the Wednesday and that we had injury problems. And and Tommy, you'd sent to us the fact that we had almost an entire starting eleven out injured. No. So yeah. So while I wasn't, you know, lack other than a goalkeeper and a left back, but um. I wasn't loving the lineup. I did not like that Jones started. Um, I really want. I left the last uh, conversation. Really wanted to build on the city win. Mm-hmm. Wait, Jones? Jones didn't start in this match. Yeah, Jones started in this match. Oh yeah, he did. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong. And my mistake. Yeah, I just. Nottingham. I was concerned about that, um, and we just got off to a slow start, and it continued from there. Yeah, they, it really they was, just yeah. never looked comfortable. They they. Whatever formation was going, because they played the four three three again. I think even though they were having yeah. success with that hybrid four two one four, whatever the hell we're calling it, um, this just didn't work. Because number one, as much as I love him as a player, and as much as I think he can fit in in the midfield in the right formation in the right tactics. Harvey Elliott cannot be a defensive midfielder on that right side. No, he's an attacking winger. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We'll get to it later on and prove that tonight in the Ajax game. 100%. But even in the Forest game, he was doing a lot when he was on the ball. Um, I'm yet to be sold by Harvey Elliott, Tom and, and Nick. I'm not completely sold. I think he runs around sometimes like a bit of a headless chicken, and I kind of like that enthusiasm. But he reminds me, and he is not ever going to live up to his potential. I hope he does, but he might not. He reminds me of early Messi, like wow. 16, 17 year old that Messi is... playing with big boys, running around, doing the same kind of like. I see your point. And, and it's the playing style, not the career and whatever else. He right, has. right. I right. see what you're saying. It's chaotic. It's chaotic. Yeah. And when we're in shambles surrounding him, agreed. It suffers. But if he has, and we've seen this, as in we saw it both against Rangers and against Ajax tonight, when he's got a solid group around him that can support him, that chaos can be very good, especially in Jurgen Klopp's style of football, because we thrive in chaos when it's controlled on our end. Mm -hmm. We create the chaos on their end, and that's how we open up space and create chances for our attacking players, which is where Harvey Elliott really should be thriving. Mm -hmm. But you look at this lineup with Cavallo, Jones, Elliott... Um, I'll even go as far as Milner. Milner had a great game against City, don't get me wrong, but um, the creativity in this team, uh, it just the whole balance looked wrong from the get-go. I did think it would be okay. I still thought we'd roll over Forrest. Um, and Cooper's made a lot of changes to that Forrest team. That Forrest team a couple of weeks ago Your prediction that night was 3-0. I did predict 3-0, yeah. yeah. Because Mine I was 2-0. 
I thought we'd keep that momentum going from the city game, mm-hmm. and I thought we'd click. Um, I didn't. I thought Forrest might try and come after us a little bit, but Cooper has has really changed his tactics in the last couple of weeks. And he did mid game. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, I, we. I thought we looked different once Hendo and uh, Trent came on. By the way, uh, you know, sixty second minute, mm-hmm. but. Um, it was too late. Too much damage was done. The psyche was damaged by that point. Uh, it was. We were, we chances were by forcing Salah. it. Yeah, and yeah. we yeah. didn't. Well we weren't working well under pressure as it was, so it just didn't work out. I mean, VVD should have buried that header when he tried to square the he ball. Had, he had three yeah. chances yeah. to score. That I mean, the Virgil Van Dyke we've gotten used to puts the ball. I mean, he has a hat trick that. Like, that well, game. I, I understand, like. Firmino was there and he would have been open and it would have been a touch. Great. Better than headering it at the keeper. But he had, you know, all his right side was pretty much open. Like, mm-hmm. do it. Got to yeah. get in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does come to something, though, when we're saying VVD had our three best chances. So our central defender had our three best chances. And we're blaming our central defender for not putting him away. There's something a little bit wrong about that. All right, there's something else we got to address is um, two of the most effective players for Forrest uh, once wore our shirt. <laughs> Teo Awomi and Nico Williams. Yeah, they were well, both technically like great he never, games. He never yeah, played first team. Yeah, true. that's true. That's true. He and got we loaned him Union, Hertha Berlin, Union Berlin. Union. Union Berlin. He had, he had... I see this is an episode about pronunciation. We're, we're getting nitpicky here, <laughs> listener. <laughs> Shield your ears. Um yeah, so two guys that I, I mean Williams had minutes for us last year, I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah, well, especially in the, the early cup matches and stuff like that. Yeah, and I've always liked him as a player. Um, without Nico, without Nico Williams and Phillips, we wouldn't have got Champions League. What two years ago? Oh, I would have still kept uh, Williams. I don't think last year technically we wouldn't have got, got into. The yeah, I, I liked Williams as right back cover, and we have yet to see Ramsey to know whether that. Yeah. You know, whether letting Williams go and getting Ramsey was a good move. But I'm talking so. about ghosts, Ramsey, I was so excited for him coming into this. Clearly, he's not up to standard because we're sticking Milner, who is our all round boy. Yeah. The only place we haven't seen him play is goalkeeper and striker yet. Only place he hasn't played in the Premier League is goalkeeper. He has played have, every other position. That he hasn't played keeper yet. Yeah, I know. Wait for only... Ali to get a red card. Guess who's going in goal? So he's a former teammate at City Niall Quinn once played as a goalkeeper oh yeah yeah no, I know it has too. happened I, I do think that I hope if it, you know when he comes to the end of his career if we're in a position I do hope we put him in so he can be the, the guy who's played in every position has anyone ever done that uh, no one's ever, I don't think everybody's I don't think anybody's ever played every position but um, every's a pretty big in, word in the, so. in the modern era I guess modern era but say. yeah I, I don't think so no no interesting speaking of goalkeepers by the way flykeeper this lineup was another interesting thing we didn't have enough fit players to mm-hmm. fill the bench yeah so we had two goalkeepers Adrian and Henderson and, um, and Kelleher sorry I was thinking Dean Henderson there for a second but uh, Adrian no, no, he plays and, for the other team yes I know <laughs> but Adrian and Kelleher on the bench because we couldn't yeah. fill a bench that 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 just Kind of talks about the depth our num- of our, our number crisis. two and our number four keeper. Yeah. <laughs> so we also got our first look at uh, Alexander Oxlade Chamberlain this weekend. First first time since God when? 
I, I want to say one of the Champions League fields yeah. in stat here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it doesn't matter because he's he's another one that's been a ghost for so long. I almost forget he's in the team. I was happy with his performance. I wasn't loving it. I mean, don't get me wrong. He didn't come on and um and, didn't and the score. World on fire. But no, but I was happy with his performance. He hasn't been the, the same player since that injury. Yeah. And for those people that don't know that injury, just look up the 2019 Champions League semi-final or quarter-finals. One of those, yeah. yeah. But he, but the one thing you say about that, though, is Chamberlain, I believe, suffered an injury before that mm-hmm. uh, when he was yeah. at his time at Arsenal and they thought his career was done and he came back and played really well for us. So, um, what you know, I, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm happy that Oxy's back. Um Whooping him out last year, I think it was a carryover injury, wasn't it? It's, it was. Yeah. It was just more of the same. It's that yeah. knee, yeah. right? Yeah, it's his knee. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So I'm glad he was back. Yeah, seventy six minutes came on, so you know we had fifteen or so, twenty minutes of him, and um, you know he didn't look out of place. So no. didn't didn't he have a shot? But it was like wayward. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I was happy to see Ox back. That tells you um, how much I remember that game. Just was just overall disappointed. I thought, I really thought that Allison was going to save it for us at the end. I know. Yeah. Oh, it looked like that West Brom moment all over again. And he was wearing the black kit, so it was almost like Batman coming in from the darkness. You're just like, <laughs> our savior. And then it was, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, and then actually he fouled the guy as well. Which, uh, But again, <laughs> so far we've talked about our goal threats of um, Virgil van Dijk and Allison <laughs> Becker. <laughs> Allison Becker. Wow. And Which was really a hail did, mary. Ox, did it was we over have 40 minutes. a guy called Stuart playing? <laughs> Engog. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like those days of, of yes, Engog being our, um, our prime premier striker. Ricky Lambert. So yeah, so oh. actually, I didn't mind Ricky Lambert, but um, but so okay, so Salah and Firmino, where were the goals? Why didn't Salah had out. Salah had some chances. horrific match. Yeah, not really. I know we've picked on him all year. He just didn't cut it that game. This game was as bad as he's. I I'm always the defender of Salah. I say, well, he did this and he did that. Who, this game. Who just... was our best player that day? Bobby uh... Clark. <laughs> Why did nothing wrong? Allison. Uh, well, Allison kept for us in the game. Sure, but we have to stop saying that. <laughs> no, he was the best player oh, of yeah, the day. That's some great. For us. And honestly, the... I don't want to give any credit to any of the players who took the field. Oof. Ouch. Yeah, sorry. I mean, so it's hard to argue. Adrian, that. Adrian, I'm saying got, Bobby Clark was on the bench, best player of the game. Not going to give to our number four goalkeeper. <laughs> he did uh, all right. <laughs> he moved a glove. <laughs> Bobby Clark, Jackie's favorite player. Shout out to Jackie. Yeah. Uh, anything else on Forest? Never been there. Don't think I will. Okay. I'm glad that Forest won. <laughs> Okay, they so deserved it. Glad that Forrest won for Forrest. You know, I think I think Cooper's a good guy, and I think he's a good manager. Not the prettiest man in the world. Oh, my God, sure. he looks well, like Sloth look from at, the Goonies. Look at Jurgen Klopp when he first came. Those teeth, man. <laughs> and the Nada, he's one of those guys that benefits from a beard big time. Oh, yeah. I, I They had a, a TIFO of him in the Ajax match today, and I saw it, and I was like, that's an old picture of him. And then it immediately cut to Klopp, and I was like, Oh, you've done well for yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, I want to be very careful what I say there. I'm not glad that Forrest won in the slightest, but um, I'm happy for Forrest that they won in terms of Forrest season. Um, I am absolutely devastated for the Liverpool season oh, and yeah. pissed oh, off. Yeah. Just to be clear, I'm not. In you were any advocating way. for Forrest to stay up, and I kind of 
think we all kind of were. Yeah, we've, we've been kind of saying that a little bit all year where I, we all have a soft spot for Forest. Yeah. I don't know if it's the history of the team or just the fact that they're kind of an underdog story, which is fun. For me, it's the history. Um, for me, I, too. I like the history. In some respects, I shouldn't be rooting for them when they've got signed 22, 21 Mike, players, whatever. Martin Sheen was a great manager for them. <laughs> we're going to take a break, listener. And welcome back, listener. I hope you enjoyed your break. Uh, we're going to look at the results from this weekend, starting with Everton beating Crystal Palace 3-0. Everton is shit. Yep, I can Apparently so are Crystal Palace. Absolutely shocked by that result. Um, I saw a little bit of the game, but still the bits of the game I saw... I, I did not expect 3-0. No, and, um, I thought at 1-0 it was going to stay that way. Um, Palace and uh, have Taylor got a great teams. team. and They've got so much talent in that team. Yeah. There's Why no is Zaha team. still there? He's at end of contract this year, I believe. So um, we could be seeing him. You know, He's January might be open for a... Um, for a um, signing to somebody. Yeah, signing. So he's not that, I don't think he's that old still. But, um, yeah. but yeah, he's been there for what, shocked by like that ever. result. And um, Do you know that um, Everton, I believe, I, I could be wrong about this, but at least a week or so ago, Everton had the, the number one rated defense in the Premier League. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they're shit, but they're doing their shit in a way that works for them because there's just no excuse that you, well, they should I mean 12 them. goals conceded is the same essentially the same as Arsenal and City have both conceded 11 so uh, yeah and uh, more to their point so I mean we'll give credit where it's due even as much as it hurts so they have a good defence but their attack is pants is what you're saying well they've been struggling yeah. with injuries as well of Everton I mean yes. Calvert-Lewin was back for this game he got one or two did he I mean he definitely got one but um, but yeah um, shocked by that result um, next result, Man, Man City, City Brighton. Brighton. City, Brighton. Yeah, I, I less just, shocked. Less shocked. <laughs> Actually, nice to see Brighton get on the board, though. Yeah, I'm glad they put up a fight. They didn't. They didn't just lay down and give City five nil or whatever. Um, two goals from Holland, correct? Yeah, two goals for two Holland. Goals from Holland. Uh, bright start from Brighton this year. You know, with Potter as their manager, they were they were up there in second, down, third, yeah. and now now Man. you have a loss, a draw, a loss, a loss, a draw in the last five games. Um, has Potter been gone for five games already? Uh, they drew the last game he was there. So oh, it's yeah, two. Right. It's three losses and a draw wow. since he left. Um, no, he's probably had like, what, six games with Chelsea because of Champions League or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he did miss the first game. He, he yeah. wasn't registered in time or something. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, Brighton are falling right back where they probably deserve to be, unfortunately. Mid-table. mid-table yeah. Well, yeah, probably yeah, lower mid-table. Talent, talent elevated by... Tactics from a manager that is no longer there. Uh, I and think Potter's so. got some weird tactics, man. Oh yeah, I, I agree. And I know you've been singing that song all yeah. season, and I mean, I'm I'm here to say, I always assumed you were right, but I've seen it now, and and you're right, man. Yeah, well, the season will tell whether it's right or not. Well, um, tinkering can sometimes be a, a little too far. Um, oh, it was sure. a bit. I mean, he took Cucurella off in like 20 minutes in the United uh, Chelsea game, which handily brings us right to that game. United uh, Chelsea one one draw. Called it. Tom, you called it. I didn't see that happen. Yeah. Three points for Tom for correct result. Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh man, we should have been doing that this whole time. Next uh, season. Wait, wait. Next we season. can still keep doing that. <laughs> no, because because I don't want to do that. I was for happy with reasons. I was happy with that result. I mean, yeah, me both too. of yeah. these teams are teams that we are going to be competing with for fourth place. I can't believe I'm saying that, but at this point, um, teams like Tottenham, Newcastle, Chelsea, or United dropping points. You know, I I I do think as, as long as we put away the wins. Hey, even if we could lose like we did at Forest, they only took a one point advantage over us this week. So here's, here's one point. One point. We've lost how many leagues by one point? Yeah, I hear, I hear you, but well, I'd rather have them draw than and than win. Put it that way. So here, I agree. Here's something that I mean. I feel like we're seeing this every season, at least in recent years. Liverpool are always good to lose a game to a team that they should absolutely clobber. Yeah, and Forest was probably that match this year. However, we've been drawing games that we should have won. We've been losing games we probably should have drawn. But that's the story of Liverpool in the past number of years. Why have we lost the league? That no, one point, agreed. it comes yeah. down to too many draws. And I think like, that's the difference in the season we won the league is that we were putting them away. We were putting them away exactly. And I hate Clinical. to say this, but that particular season, we outshot. We, we outkicked our coverage because our ex-bloody G oh my was God. significantly lower than where we were at. So, I mean, that's that's uh, it's just a testament to how good that team was that year and that they just elevated to or a how lucky, Or how lucky it could be luck, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you get, there's, luck is, they're kicking a ball of air around, man. There's an element of luck in this, no matter <laughs> how good they are. And I have no problem. I don't, I don't take that. It, every team gets lucky and unlucky. So... So you look at the top of the table: Arsenal, City, Tottenham, Newcastle, Chelsea, United, Fulham, yeah, <laughs> Liverpool. Um, and if somebody told you that the 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 top eight was going to be those eight teams, what would be, regardless of order, that that's the top eight teams? What would be the biggest surprise to you outside of Fulham? No, nope. Liverpool are in eighth. It'd be Liverpool is in eighth, but Fulham being up there. Well, that's. I, yeah, Tot- I Tottenham being the third also would surprise me. As I said, regardless of the of the of the order of them, if yeah. you said those are the top eight clubs in England, Fulham are one of the top I, eight clubs I, in England. I would have had probably either West Ham or Brighton in the top eight over Fulham. I think I'd have had Leicester. Leicester oh. or Leeds. Leeds up there, yeah, I'd agree. So Leeds so, really? Yeah, Leeds were, yeah I probably would. Leeds were kind of they looked dire at the Maybe it's just season. the big We'll get club to that later. Theory. Yeah. So yeah, Fulham. Um, Even Palace. Fulham Palace finished what ninth last season, or twelfth, or something like that. They finished high. I don't remember. So um, Fulham to me are the overperformers. We'll get to them in a minute. But underperformer, uh, Leicester, <laughs> Leicester City, and yeah. so Lee. brings us nicely to that Leicester Wolves game. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leicester four, Wolves nil. Yeah. Uh, How bad are Wolves? This is so. I hate so to bad. say it. So sorry, Laurie. Um, it, this this team, and I think I called this at the start of the season. You did. Season. You absolutely nailed it. I said Wolves looked so bad at the end of last season, and you know what? They played really hard against us at the end too. But uh, I, I don't know. There's just something about that team that just I, I, watching them was was tough. Because I mean, they've had their injury concerns as well yeah but um i just the way it's going at the moment 
I just see them sinking like a stone. I, you know, and um, Nuno Espirito Santos is ruled out coming back, and I do think he could have saved them. It just but means cheap players from Wolves. Say again? Cheap players from Wolves come summertime. Oh, we could get some? Yeah. Who would you take first? Nuno's. Yeah. I know oh, we already be, have one, but <laughs> two is better than one. Well, one is Nunez and one is Nunez. Well, yeah. So. I'm sorry. My pronunciation. Uh, yeah, I told you. That's what <laughs> <laughs> it's French for. Pronouncing stuff? I would I'd take <laughs> it. Pronunciation. Da- I would take a Damatore already still. I think. Um, I think that's a good point. I think, look, he was on loan at Barca last year. Um, I think Klopp can get a lot more out of Traore than, um, than anybody else. Again, we're already pillaging their corpse. <laughs> <laughs> like vultures. <laughs> but we're desperate, too. I'm not fairness. dead yet. <laughs> it's but a flesh wound. It's only a flesh wound. Uh, Leicester has no business winning anything 4-0. They've looked equally as bad. Leicester looks just so terrible. So they're on the on the rope. Two wins, bank, back to back, and yeah. a, a draw before that. So uh, Rogers' job is safe, and for yeah, now, they've, they've, yeah, for now they've had some injury worries. Um, but I, I just said Rogers' job is safe right right now. But a, a guy whose job was lost last week, mm. Steven Gerrard, at Aston Gerard, Villa. Gerard. So and they have. Uh, it was announced Monday. He won't be there this weekend for for the upcoming match, but. Uh, Unai Emery. Unai Emery as Who? Arsenal? Arsenal previously, and yeah. he went to Villarreal, Villarreal. Took him to the um, Europa League win. And uh, in well, previous to that, he'd taken Sevilla to Quality. four um, Europa League. So I thought he would... Didn't uh, he win three of those in the bounce? Yes, he did. Yeah. I thought Emery would have done a better job at Arsenal than he did. And so... Um, I think he's a brilliant appointment for Villa. Well, considering that they're sitting in first place, I think they're doing a pretty good job themselves right now without him. Yeah, yeah, they don't need him. But Sorry, Neil. I was I was listening to something on the way, I'm literally on the way here, where they were talking about his his ability to communicate with the players at Arsenal had a huge kind of. We hear that about Nunez and Klopp, where he said multiple I, times, he's like, I don't understand the instructions, so I just kind of try to follow, and the other players will speak to him in a, his native tongue. Apparently, his issue at Arsenal had a lot to do with the language barrier. So if this was Football Manager, I would just press send on intensive language course. Ah, there you go. So maybe they did that. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Is Emery's English not great? No, Is is Darwin's English not great? Okay. Or is Klopp's Uruguayan? Okay, so that's where you you were going. Sorry, you were talking about... Confused a little bit here. You were talking about Emery, so... So did Emery struggle to communicate? You said Emery struggled to communicate at Arsenal. At Arsenal, yes. And Didn't they have a lot of French players on the team? And isn't Emery French? I, I, I'm just yeah, no, no. what I heard okay. from, from some reliable... Uh, isn't Arsenal always French? Yeah, I think so, but might have just got... Wait, how do you say it in French? Ar- Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> yes. There we go. There we go. Or, if you really want to, Conner. <laughs> which is Are we talking about asshole. <laughs> So uh, back to Villa. Villa's new manager, Unai Emery. Gerard's gone. The bounce result. First game, exactly. He called first, it, you called that. Yeah. First game without um, without Stevie G. And they come up with a 4 0 thumping of Brentford. Have they I felt sorry for Brentford. Yeah, me too. There's no way they were expecting that. They probably thought, all right, well, you know, we get to breathe a little easy this week. They've been playing okay. And then all of a sudden they get smacked by a team that we all thought was going to be battling relegation. 
Um, well, that can still happen. I was I was watching our good friend Sarah came up and I forget what match we were actually watching, but the score kept popping up from that every time they scored, and it was like I think it was one nil, and I was like, oh look, Villa's winning, go figure, and then it was two nil like minutes later, yeah. and I went, what the hell's going on? And then boom, three nil, and I, I was like, oh my god! I didn't get to watch the game, on? but apparently Ollie Watkins had a great game. That's from what I heard. I mean, I could be wrong. From from what I hear, the entire Villa team had a great game. Yeah, and was happy that Gerard had gone, and yeah, the I heard that entire too. stadium was against Gerard too. So mm-hmm. it does look like it might be one of those cases that the manager just alienated everybody and all. No, no matter what you think of Stevie G, no, no, no. I'm... Sometimes, uh, sometimes that can just happen, and mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't working. And yeah, I think Watkins had a great game. I think Watkins just showed the relief and played with. Played with the freedom that um, he hasn't done all season, and uh, yeah, terrific result for Villa. I, I, I'm again happy that they happy they won. Um, I have a, I sad actually, for Brentford. Yeah, same, same. I actually have a question for you guys. So I heard, and you never know because when reports come out, especially about a guy as high profile as Gerard gets sacked, it's a big deal, and we've been talking about it all season. Ding anyway. sacked, ding American, ding fired. <laughs> um, a lot of reports came out that he was really bad with the media, which was kind of always the story with him. He's never been good with the media. He's very cagey and very punchy. Just to be clear, Kenny Daglish wasn't the best with the media either. Nobody could understand a word he was saying. <laughs> well, Stevie's just kind of a jerk-off, from what I understand, to, to the media. I, again, I'm, this is, I, I don't watch a lot of Aston Villa football, and I didn't watch a lot of Rangers football either. So I only know him from Liverpool, and I only know him from his heroics at Liverpool. Um, but apparently he threw his players under the bus a lot. Said he expected more out of their individual performances, kind of taking the blame off of his system and putting it on the players for now. So I can understand why these players probably feel some relief where if he was bringing a toxic presence into their clubhouse, I I can understand how we would get the bounce result. I mean, we laugh about it here and there because it happens every time usually with these teams. But this one, it seems like you're seeing something really genuine out of these players. And you know, you guys know I, my crush, Steven Gerrard, <laughs> but I'm not above criticizing him when he needs it. And he, he managed like shit. You know, I don't think we've seen the back of Stevie G. And, uh, um, you know, will, will he be Liverpool manager? Mm, no. We'll see. And yeah, you're a big no there. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. We talked I, about I it. I loved him as a player. I, yeah, no, I agree. And I work like I have many shirts, probably not as many as Nick has with Gerrard <laughs> on the back. Probably and I have not. more shirts than you do. But either way. Um, but I just don't see him as potential for a Liverpool manager right now. As no. Not, well, no, that's the key, though, right now. Where I was going is he's got even, time to learn. I mean, do I think players should be learning their, he's got, their trade what, in the Premier years, League? No. 20 years until he's the same age as Klopp was right. when he came. So, yeah, yeah 20 there's years pl- of There's plenty of time. Um, yeah, he needs to go down. He needs a low-pressure situation. I mean, learn to play in the Championship. Yeah. The Championship is one of the most competitive leagues after our hours 100 and they've had i think don't go to a, a, a league with just two teams no you pick exactly. one of them exactly so so and our the championship right now has i think half of their teams have already had manager turnover this season i'd like to see blackburn go to blackburn gerard that's still not a bad uh, still not a bad call um arteta former player i so, would say that arteta was Gerard's era might be a tiny bit mm. before but roughly Gerard's era mm. spent a lot of years as an apprentice under Pep that's yes. another way to do it too mm-hmm. um, 
we just talked about Crystal Palace, Vieira, early Gerard time, slightly before. Are you basically saying bring back the boot room? Oh, 100%. I'm saying bring back the boot room. I think it was um, a brilliant idea. Although the boot room didn't usually have former players go into it. It was usually... Managers. And assistant managers and coaches. Yes. Yeah. But like... In my Paisley opinion, was a physio. In my opinion, right boys, now... Boys, 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 explain to the listeners what the boot room is. Hold on, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, uh, right now, we have a great-looking assistant manager, and he's pl- been under Klopp for a while. Yes. Yeah, and I would take Pep if Klopp was to, knock on wood, get fired. Um, Pep goes with him. Or, well, does he? Oh, yeah. He might get offered the job. And I think he still stays. And I would so, so, have him. So and going, now the, he going would to Nick's be... point, though, historically, in the 80s or even in the 70s, so when Shankly joined in the 70s, late 60s, 70s, um, Shankly Pais- Paisley built... Paisley was a physio. Exactly. Paisley yeah. was a physio. And so he built a team around him with, with Ron Moran, Bob Paisley, Joe Fagan. Mm-hmm. And those were the, the boot room of Liverpool. And... Before their end of their lives, all three of those, apart from Moran, became manager, and Moran was Ronnie Moran was always a first team coach. So, um, so yeah, it they that was the thing. There was always there was always somebody ready to take over the mantle. And who came after Joe Fagan? No, Fagan was. Oof. No, Fagan was Soonest, I think, wasn't it? Soonest. So yeah. So next player came after that, and then yeah, player. player I wasn't, I, I wasn't keen on that Soonest transition because then I thought we went exactly where the Stephen G situation is. Well, did Soonest come back relics. from Italy and think everyone should be eating pasta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and got rid of every player. You like? Yeah, I wasn't happy with Soonest. Well, and I wasn't do you know happy what? With on, on that note, he did come out and apologize and did say he was the worst thing to ever happen to Liverpool, basically. Did he really? I, I'm I for, love Sunis as a player. I really did not like it as a manager. And I didn't like Daglish as a manager either. I think it was the end of our youth system. But, you know, I've covered this in other episodes. I was going to say, we, so, the story on Daglish as a manager is a sad, but, I mean, we're seeing Yeah, it's, another, it's another story to tell another day. I mean, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so Stevie G's gone at Villa. Yeah. Um, Unai Emery in, in, and in between times, they went, they won with a caretaker manager 4 0. So, um, you know, and I think I think with the with with Emery coming in, I think that's a really good appointment, or it could be. We'll see, but I, I think that that kind of scares me because a lot of other teams got to beat up on Villa. Yep. With Gerard, and now we're gonna have to play. Yeah, them we haven't there. exactly we haven't played him yet. It keeps happening, man. It keeps happening. <laughs> All right. So uh, below Villa in the table, Southampton, which is on to our next match. Yes. And so uh, shock result. I'll of the give weekend. you guys another layup here: Saints against Arsenal. <laughs> Gunners. Gunners. If you're go- oh, I should have said Gunners. Saints right. against the Gunners. Gunners. And we covered that in the missing tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Um, yeah, absolute shock. Can we just that- call them Woolwich from now on? <laughs> <laughs> Woolwich Arsenal. That's but- Woolwich in America. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Arsenal played dreadfully. They looked like they were sleeping on the pitch. They're lucky they drew. All right, so if it came down to Arsenal City for the title. Arsenal. Mm. It's been a while. I, I have to say Arsenal too. And also, it rubs it into the salt of wounds of yeah. Tottenham fans. <laughs> I If I'm picking one that I would prefer, as much as it hurts, I say Arsenal, but I still see City. I mean, I that that matchup, didn't that get postponed? Weren't they supposed to play a couple weeks ago? I City so. and, and Arsenal? I don't know. And it got postponed. I think they had a midweek match that got postponed. 
So um, either way, I, I'm, I'd still take City, but it's going to be a hell of a matchup. Oh, so yeah. Arsenal won, Southampton won is the result we're talking about. Um, I was shocked because I think <clears throat> Arsenal scored first in that game and I yep. thought they were just going to run away with it. And so yeah. I was shocked to see, uh, I didn't watch it, but I'm shocked to see that, them come back and, and, and tie it up. They just, they just didn't look sharp. I mean, every team is going to have one of these, if not two or three. Well, Arsenal didn't look sharp against um, Liverpool too much and won. They didn't look sharp against United and lost. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's... Um, it's going to be interesting at the top. If it wasn't Arsenal and City, then the next two have been Tottenham and Newcastle. Yeah. Oof. Well, out of that top four, who would you want to win? I would rather watch NFL. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Um, I, no, honestly. What are, what are the options again? Arsenal, Arsenal, City, Tottenham, Newcastle, the top four right now. And I know how you feel about Tottenham, so you're not Newcastle going to win. Newcastle to win. Uh, you're no, gonna give the money to the sovereign wealth for the Saudi well, for this because it'll be the only one that they will have not used how much money to win it. Okay, I see uh, your point. I still don't like it. They play a really ugly style of football that I don't. I just don't like. I don't think that's anyhow. I, I think he's doing. I think he's doing what Matt Cooper should have done, which is playing the style he needs to get the results right now. I understand that. I still hate it. I mean, the way they played us even last year. and Yeah, uh, I, th- I, think that, I do think that was an exception. I don't think that that's really Newcastle. Newcastle is an entertaining football um, Historically, town. for sure. Yeah, and I think Eddie Howe is an entertaining football manager, by the way. So, um, Also, when was the last time Newcastle won the league? 50s. 50s, 60s? I want to say 58, but there you go. So. Right. It's, it's been at least 50 or 60 years. Um so to answer your question, I don't like any of those. But <laughs> I, I'm I, I have. So I definitely many. don't want Tottenham to win it. No, no, we, no you're clear I, about I that. I want Spurs to keep being Spurs. They haven't won it since Bob Nicholson in 1972. Sounds oh, it's right. been that recent. Yeah, it's been that recent. Oh, yeah, I, pro- I probably me. these days want Arsenal to win it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, they Bill, play really sorry, Bill Nicholson. Football. Bill Nicholson. Thank you. Sorry, I corrected least, myself there. Actually, yeah, you could. <laughs> There's at least three players in Arsenal too that I really like watching. Um, again, I don't like. I like Saka. Saka's. Uh, I, he's not one of the ones I was thinking of. He's a he's a very talented player. I like I like Jesus. I like Odegaard, and I like Sinchenko. And I hate that two of those players came from Man City, but they're <laughs> really really good players. What do you what do you want from me? I, I like good football, and they do play really good football. Who doesn't play really good football, Neil? Um, I would say doesn't play really good football. Bournemouth? Worst football, but other than no, Wolves, I was, I was leading before. into the next. The I next know, but result. I but I looked and it's like Leeds, Fulham. No, I think they both play okay football. Uh, Leeds do. Yeah, I think Leeds and Fulham play uh, okay football. Okay. Um, you know, well, I, Fulham, I I, I kind of like watching. I'll, I'll be honest with you. They made some great signings. Yeah. Um, Fulham and um, Mitrovic is. Well, Mitrovic, I didn't know how how he would readjust. Readjust. He did, wasn't great last time he was in the Premier League. No. And um, but um, but yeah, he's he's been great. Uh, yeah. Pereira, Andreas Pereira has been fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, so Fulham three leads two. Mm-hmm. Um, Which sounds like an entertaining game, but I don't think it was, was it? No. No, the TV was off by that point in the the Sunday afternoon for me. Um, actually, no, it wasn't. I just wasn't watching that match. Um, Jesse Marsh is on the hot seat. He's lost 11 of his 23 Premier League matches, but he's only won six. But here's the positives. Okay. 
Beasler's run right before Jesse Marsh came in wasn't any better. So um, is it is it Jesse Marsh's fault? I mean, they didn't spend any money. They didn't bring in any players. They they didn't do a great exact, job with their development going into any of exactly. that. Exactly. So no, I don't think it's all Jesse Marsh. And he's fault. had some injuries as well yep. to deal with. Um, I just don't think they play very good football. I don't think he's got a. I you know what I see from Jesse Marsh that it, that is kind of the narrative with Stevie G, is that neither of them really have a system. Neither of them are really confident in their starting 11. And again, that doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other's fault, but a great manager can find a way around that. And we're seeing that throughout the rest of the Premier League with other managers. I think Jesse Marsh is just, I I think he's in over his head. I don't think he's a bad manager. I just think he's not ready for this level of competition. I I have a question, actually. So So what do you think his season was meant to be? Obviously, they weren't meant to be having a relegation battle at the beginning of the season. Oh, 10th. Mid-table. Yeah, tenth, mid-table. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Struggling mid-table, we'll say. I wanted to say that they were probably fighting for Europa. Is it what they should I be doing? I believe I said that um, right the first episode, at the beginning mm. of the season. I said that I thought Leeds would be in there challenging for a top four. And I think I wanted them back there because yeah. I remember the last time they were in the Champions League. Yep. Which wasn't that long no, ago. No, not long ago at 22 all. years ago. They were, Has well, it been that not, long? 2001 was the last. not that long ago, really. And the Rangers were there with them. Glasgow Rangers. Yeah. Ah. I even think Leeds got to the quarterfinals. Yes. Oh, they were a big club and spent mm-hmm. a lot of money. And They were they were a Manchester yeah. United-like rival. So oh, Le- yeah. I mean, I've been playing FIFA since I was 11. They, they oh, were. but I mean the rivalry. Like, oh, oh, I yeah. see. It was big back in the 90s. But Leeds and Blackburn both blew it. In, a, in an attempt to make sure they qualify for the Champions League, they spent a ton. Then when they didn't qualify for the Champions League, they essentially went bankrupt they and um, had to hole. sell everybody and drop like stones. Who's the other team that's in the championship right now that did almost the identical thing that Rooney well, was? Well, Portsmouth did it, but um, yeah. Derby, as you Darby, maybe think that's of, what but, I'm thinking of, yeah, thank but you. Portsmouth was another historical so big they're, one. Portsmouth, they're, in a, they're in League One now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they always went to the wall. Um, uh, so Leeds are, are just where Derby is as well. Yeah, I think it's too early in the season to call Leeds a, a relegation team, especially when you look down at the bottom of the table there. But they would for sure, if by some chance they end up getting relegated, that would be the biggest team to get relegated since. No, like they've only been up here for like two years now, three years. Yeah. Oh, who yeah. They would, no. All right, Forest to me are the biggest team ever to go down. Are they really? For me, okay, but um, they might yo-yo this year. I mean, it, they will probably. Yo-yo. I know they. So just bottom three: cool. Leeds, Wolves, and Forest. Um, the way things are looking like right now, I think Cooper can get Forest out of the relegation zone. Personally, um, Wolves. I think I don't see any hope for salvation for Wolves at this yeah, point. I agree. I don't see much hope for Leeds. I'm afraid. Yeah, um, especially if they have to sack their manager. Which they're they're gonna he he's probably the next one gone I I gotta guess. And coming into this do season, they, do they have money needs? Say what? Do they have money? Well, good question. I mean, they didn't because yes. if they have if they have not, a, no, decent, I mean, a decent amount of depends what you mean by, I mean nobody has Newcastle and City's money. I'm, no, no, but, I'm talking normal Premier League money. Yeah, they have normal Premier League. So they, they could bring they, in a, the same kind of results. They could bring in a decent manager. They yeah. could bring in a decent manager. So why didn't they bring in de- decent talent in the summer window? That's 
Well, managers' wages are a lot cheaper than a player's wages. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Anything else on Leeds and Fulham? Fulham are shocking in, in seventh. Yeah. Again, I think they made two really good signings. Um, Forrest made lots of signings. Fulham made good signings. Yes. And so um, Forrest made twenty-two signings. I know it's it's crazy. Um, and counting the two, bus is a the, two main, the two main people that Fulham signed have performed, and Mitrovic has adapted well to the Premier League this time. It's yeah. you know I think I think put VVD in a bottle in that first match. Yeah, it's going going well. Yeah. Um, before we go to the Tottenham Newcastle, the game of the weekend. Um, the, that's what you call it. That's what I call it. You said that. I know. So West Ham, Bournemouth. Um, West Ham. David Moyes was looking in danger for a while there, but they've um, got a bunch of results um, recently. You know, so uh, three wins, a loss, and a draw for the last five. And um, Moyes has got them up in tenth place. It seems about reasonable. Yeah. Bournemouth continue to be woeful. Yeah. Um, but um, Surprise well, out the, well out the relegation zone, yeah. For now, I mean, they're not out by well, yeah. Beginning yeah, of the season, I was right sure. There's only four points down. in it, huh? There's only four points in it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Those numbers yeah. are small. Yeah, yeah. thirteen nine. All right, so yeah, four I, points. I, nothing. I would still put them going down before Leeds, and I'm hoping for Forrest to come up, and I would. I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester... If it's Wolves, Leicester... You called Wolves at the beginning of the season, but um, I said Fulham and Bournemouth are definitely down. It's what I said at the beginning of the season. You said Forrest too, didn't you? No, I didn't. I had Forrest up there. I said said Fulham and... Fulham and Bournemouth definitely down, and Everton joining them is what I oh, said. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because we had the whole debate of is that good for us as Liverpool fans? Indeed. And you were you you won that. That one. was ten episodes ago. Oh my god, that's weird to think. Well, technically, so West Ham two Bournemouth nil. <laughs> technically, thirteen um, episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham two Bournemouth nil, and the last game we haven't talked about Tottenham one Newcastle two. So your game of the week. Yeah, I said I said it was going to be a, a great game. Um, I still think it was a very competitive it was, it game. It was a very competitive game, yeah, but competitive yeah. between two teams that who played a style of football I don't like on either side. Yeah, I thought it would be more entertaining. Um, please, Newcastle won that game. Um, so I mean, they earned it too. Yeah, because weren't they up two 0 and then Spurs came back with more? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did watch that one reluctantly. I felt like, for the sake of the podcast, I had to have some knowledge of this this match and it was everything i expected it to be which was competitive but just did not like it and conte style of football burned him in the end so all of these results leave liverpool as bad as we've been this season only five points adrift of the of the champions league places yeah yeah i think we still finish top four honestly i think spurs are going to drop down seven points off the bottom if you really want to think about it badly thanks for that tom i hadn't contemplated that wow Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. And welcome back, listener. During the break, we watched the highlights from the Ajax match that happened, oh, only a few hours ago. And uh, that's because I was at work. It ended and three hours ago. most of it. I said a few. Um, what did you see? What did you like other than the brilliant... Well, he forgot his glasses, so he didn't see much. <laughs> oh, no. They're reading glasses. Just the reading glasses. So what did I see? I saw us look absolutely woeful 
for certainly the first 10 minutes, but probably even the first 20. And we didn't even get going until probably the 35th minute. But um, we had Ajax should have been 2 0 up. We had um, no chances in the first 16. They had four. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ajax should have been 2 0 yeah, up. We should, have conce- we should have conceded the first goal again. Um, True. We were, we that, were that all was, over the place. We he was, was unlucky with that post. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were sliced open time and time again. Yeah, you're right, Tom. Four chances in the first 16 minutes. Ugly. Um, yeah, really ugly. I'm going to say this about that that chance that hit uh, hit the post. If he had tried, and I said this while we were watching the highlight, if he had tried to pinch that shot even just a little bit in, uh, Becker was there. So, As an ex-goalkeeper, I always said I had it covered. <laughs> you're really an ex-goalkeeper? <laughs> Hold on. Sunday League does not count. Wait, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday League, Pub League. Pub League. <laughs> you go to the pub on Sundays, don't you? Oh, what yeah. did I say? Um, what was your team? Brunel University. Oh, Brunel University. Oh. See, I didn't know that about you, Neil. We're learning things today. Indeed. That's awesome. Salah's goal. Um, in absolute, all three of these goals that um, Liverpool scored. Oh, cracking goals. Incredible. We, we were good value for the win in the end. Mm-hmm. Um Ajax's heads went down. To be honest, the heads went down after we scored the first goal. Um, I think they just felt it so unjust, and um, the heads just went further down in the second and the third goal. But, um, the but yeah, the goals were fantastic. For the, Liverpool. That first one, so it's a it's an outside of the right foot from Hendo into the path of Salah, who touches it with his inside of his left and goal outside boot pass into little chip into Salah. Oh, it I mean, was beautiful. Oh, yeah. those two really guys have been—they've been playing football together for so long, and it shows because Hendo wasn't even looking at him; he just knew yep. Salah was going to be there. You watch that replay; his head is down, he's looking at the ball, and it lands directly one touch. And I've complained recently about the fact that Salah doesn't seem to know where the goal is. He clearly knew where the goal was tonight. He didn't have yeah. to look for the goal. He just um, wants the ball on a silver platter, huh? <laughs> well, even when he's had it on a platter, to me, he's he's hit the goalkeeper or he's hit it wide, and so hey, it was nice to hit, see him hit it. Yeah, nice to see him put it in the middle of the goal today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, and then um, my favorite goal of the night, Elliot's. Elliot's. Uh, that was my favorite goal. Like, which Salah? The Salah creator, like, yeah. just yeah. sees the run, takes a turn to his right, pops it straight into the path. So I've not and been a banger t- in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm and not as been- I. Uh, we set off. Uh, sorry, Neil. You're, you're trying okay. to get a banger out of something, or what are you trying to get out of there? No, I was just say that I, I haven't been totally impressed by Elliot this year. Um, I think his work rate has been fantastic. Don't get me wrong. When well some of the other Liverpool players, the work lazy. rate hasn't been great. Yeah, Elliot's always had a great work rate, but I did feel at times it was a bit like running around like a headless chicken, mm-hmm. and there was no kind of product um, at the end of it. Well, tonight. I really thought there was a, a, a much better performance and a, a great product, clearly, at the end of that. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, off uh, Mike, I mentioned just a little bit of experience. Like, he waited for the player to go to ground, then took his shot. Um, and that showed just a little bit of experience. And at 19, most kids don't have that experience or don't know, have that techni- technical ability. Yeah, that was a good call because I, I would have missed that when you pointed it out and then we saw the replay. It was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that is a really good heads up play. So Elliot playing further forward tonight um, as opposed to the Forest game where he played more in the midfield role. 
Mm -hmm. Well, if we so we were looking at the heat map for this, and although his goal was further forward, he did not play as far forward no, as right. he should. Be. Yeah, you're right. His heat map was completely overlapping. Yeah, trends, it was offensive. Yeah, overlapping with Salas, and it was yeah, true. That's exactly. And their heat the map wasn't far enough forward. They yes. were 15 yards short of Robertson on the left hand side. Exactly, which is not how it should be. Trent should be sort of just and that's all Robertson three of them. on the touchline. Mm. Elliot should be pinching in where Trent's been pinching in, and Salah should be free to run into the box. Well, I think they've been they're probably a little scared. They've been exposed a few times this year, and so there's right. a bit of caution probably happening there. And uh, Trent's not getting as far enough forward because he's worried about getting burned at the back. Yep. Uh, so this says that we played a four-three-one-two, uh, which is not really what I saw, but. I don't think any of these uh, these websites or apps that we're using to figure out the formation. I I don't. We're not going to see a solid formation until after the January, after World Cup break at the very least, because I don't even think Klopp knows what he's doing right now. When it works, it looks great, but wow. I don't think we know. Klopp doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, he's experimenting. It's very clear that's what he's doing. We haven't had the same formation two games in a row in like eight matches now. I think it's probably fair. I just can't believe we're saying Klopp doesn't know what he's doing. The man is he making a playbook? <laughs> I I think it could be. It could because we were you talking sound about very American there, Tom. I was trying to. <laughs> it's not really what a playbook is, but I'm going to Hendo and all the captains are going to have like this strap on their arm oh, that tells God, them what no. to run and how no. to touch the ball. And even that phrase you said, "all of the captains." A ship can only have one captain. Um, I think what Klopp might be doing, and we've seen it with Graham Potter, where he's completely unpredictable, his tactics are ever-changing. I wonder if that's something that Klopp's heading towards, or if this is just, he just doesn't quite know what to do with this team yet, so he's trying everything. I wish it was the former. As a supporter, uh, it's a mind melt. Yeah. I wish it was the former, that he was um, being like Graham Potter. Graham Potter does it with purpose. Klopp, I think you're right, unfortunately. I don't think he yet knows how to replace Mane and how yet to integrate Nunez. Mm, I think... Uh, I I don't think the... I think the Mane stuff is fair, but a little overblown. I think it's more integrating Nunez and dealing with the fact that the midfield is aging. It's, it has a lot more to do with than yeah. Mane leaving. Mane leaving is huge, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah, I wasn't right. trying to open that kind of words. I'm just saying that well, I was trying to agree with you. I don't think Klopp knows what his best formation is yet. Right, it's, and he's figuring it out. And we've seen some really, really good stuff from some of these. I think the best was the four-two-three-one, where we played in the diamond shape up to towards the box, but then had those guys dropping back. I really liked that formation, and I think that's the best football we've played all all season. I think that's what we played against City. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. so I think that's really and he's played that one more than some of these other weird little like I don't even know what some of them have been it's been kind of tough to figure hey we out. shouldn't be too down on anything it sounds like we're being a bit negative here no I, I actually that. mean this in a you positive know, we way we won 3-0 tonight no 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 I mean this in a very positive way and he played a what, what did I say 4-3-1-2 which probably did work out more to the 4-2-3-1 depending on what point we're looking at so Either way, I'm getting a little thick in the weeds here. I really like the fact that he is experimenting outside of the four-three-three because uh, that clearly wasn't working anymore. And everything we've seen from this experimentation, when he goes back to the four-three-three, it, it doesn't look great. I mean, I love Ajax's history. I love the Cruyff years. I love how they've, quite frankly, they build from youth and 
unfortunately they're a team that gets robbed every year you know mm-hmm. they lost a lot of players this year and the manager I love the fact that Ajax are back but they Steve look- Bergwine ex-Spurs um, Danny Blind ex-United these are players that didn't make it in the uh, in the EPL we should be winning this game 3-0 mm-hmm. yeah yeah. and you know we um, we beat them in the reverse fixture too um, so a little bit like being Rangers, a little bit like being Bournemouth. Probably don't want to get too hot on this. Forest. But, um, but you know, um, yeah. Happy with a 3-0 win. Wasn't happy with the start. we got to come out. Klopp has to do something to get us to come out and start yeah, playing the, football at the beginning of the game. The first half woes are tough because if we had gone first half down... Woes, the first five minutes are tough. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're saying the the, the first half of the first half was just hard to, to look yeah. at. But Would you say that's a quarter, Nick? No, I don't <laughs> I don't speak in British. Anyway, moving on. Well, I was thinking since most of your games are all in quarters. <laughs> Unless it's hockey, which is in thirds. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Yeah, no. Um, what I'm thinking... So, if... Here's the thing. If Liverpool go down 2-0, because it could have easily been 2-0 after that first 16 yep. mm-hmm. minutes... I don't think they score three goals in the second half. No, I agree. And that's no, our heads would have been down, yeah. and yep. we would have gone. Oh, here it goes again. Yep. So we, you know, we got the three goals, and then we could rotate and rest players a little bit. So um, Nunez coming off in the in the sixty third minute for Jones. As long as was, it wasn't for injury, right? He was not. He was. Right. I was not impressed with Jones on Saturday at the Forest game. Um, didn't see much rim when he came on today. Um, glad that Nunez, you know. Gets a little bit. Do we rest. sell him? Loan him? Does he need more experience? Jones loan for sure. Yeah, I'd like to see. Well, normally I'd say loan him. Yeah, but only if we get um, Declan Rice and um, Jude Bellingham. In other words, we can't afford to let players go who play a midfield role at the moment until we get two quality <laughs> midfielders <laughs> in. Declan Rice and Jude in the same window. <laughs> I'd be very, very happy. This team I more chance the being league struck with those by two lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jones, Jones is. I actually talk about Jones the way you thought I was talking about Gomez at the beginning of this season, where I was, I was a harsh right. critic, but I, I like. Joe so you're Gomez. telling me trust him, he's going to come good. No, Jones, I, I don't like watching him play, and I don't think it's because he doesn't have talent. I just don't think he's, he's not ready for this. So I don't think he's first team ready. No. Two years ago, he was looking great. Two, year, two years ago, we were, we won a league. Yeah, actually, three years ago, he was looking pretty good. So He's say. also looked good in like FA Cup and League Cup. You know, the the early matches when when we're playing the youth, he he looks serviceable down there. So I'm not saying there's no talent there. I'm just saying he has no place in this team other than the fact that we just don't have players. Right I mean, now. he just didn't kick on is all I'm saying. Three years ago, I was like, oh, this guy's going to be the next Steven Gerrard. And um, I really <laughs> was. And I thought he was going to be really good. And um, Didn't you say that about Charlie Adam? <laughs> I did not say that about Charlie Adam. That is a lie. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I've just been disappointed with Jones. Um, other substitutes came on. I was hot on uh, Bacicek, uh beginning of the season. He's looked good um, every time he comes out. At least yeah. you pronounce it correctly, not so. the, like the announcer. <laughs> so is it Bacitek? Bacitek. 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 Okay. Um, so yeah, I thought he um, he looked good. Um, didn't see much from Cavallio. Didn't see much from Milner. Uh, admittedly, we were 3-0 up and my mind might have been wandering a little bit. Yeah. 
You're at, well, you're at the I pub. You're the, probably the, I was at the pub. Yeah. And I, you were and at I, work chatting shit. <laughs> that's right. I was at work. That's right. <laughs> I was I was home for the last twenty minutes when they came on, and Carvalho looked good going up the middle. He was he was on top of his his man, but other than that, I mean, he didn't do anything special for my money. So three 0 We go <clears> into the last game against Napoli. We're in second in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, Napoli thrashed us four one. They're top of Serie A. Um, they're looking you really had a nice little good. tidbit earlier I knew that we needed to win by four goals and now yeah. the tidbit I always thought was it comes down to away goals but it's not it is yeah it goes down to head to head results is the next tiebreaker and I don't know whether that just changed this year it's just for group stages head to head tie yeah just for group stages okay head to head tiebreaker so head to head I've got four head to heads from previous time one win, two losses, and a draw. I don't think it's going our way. No, we play awful against uh, Napoli. Last game, four, one loss, uh, one, one draw, uh, two nil loss. That was a home as well, and a one uh, nil win back December two thousand eighteen. Mm, last game at Anfield was against who, and what was the result? Last game against Anfield was his city. So no, West Ham. I- Oh, oh, you we... mean in Champions League? No, no, I meant in the Premier League. We played, we played West Ham, didn't we? At, at home, midweek. So we won that game too. So, um... yeah, forgettable win. The rare forgettable. Okay, win. so last two games at Anfield, we've both won. Power of Anfield is where I was going. Um, I like it. Trust in Anfield. I like you're, it. You're on about European nights of Anfield. Um, yes, yes. But um, we just need to win. Do we need to win four nil? So we're saying we need to win four nil because they are. Uh, Three points ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They won three so, yeah. one. We so yeah. Thank God we got that one. That late. That awful. Just yeah. I don't even remember who scored. I think it was Salah, wasn't it? And he didn't even I celebrate. Remember. I want to say that's what how it went out. So yeah, four 0 win. Um, can we do it? Um, no. Um, we can. We we have done in the past, and yeah. we have a lot of the players on our field. But can we? No. I we're not, not going. I'm to. not even sure that we're going to try to. Um, well, you had a great idea that we spoke about off mic, so yeah. share it with the listener. So, if you don't feel as though you're going to win 4-0, and you've got a deep injury crisis, um, then play the backups, play the uh, reserves, play the the, the fringe squads, mm. players, play the basher check from the start, play uh, Bobby Jones. Clark. Okay, play Jones. <laughs> um, you know Gomez probably play Kelleher, squad too. Um, not Adrian. Um, no. Kelleher. You know, yeah, play color. Number one Irish goalkeeper. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, you hear that, Stephen Kenny? Uh, it may be a bit defeatist, though. You know, why aren't you going for no, it? No, you know what? It's the smart play, though. Head your bets. Well, the only reason it, it, it isn't um, is if we're trying to engineer something about who we play in the uh, in the next round. Okay, well, which will be in February. You're right. Actually, right. And that's another thing. Do we really need to rest players? We're going to the World Cup. Yeah. Maybe maybe go guns blazing. So I don't know. We'll see. Let's take a quick break and then we'll look at the rest of Champions League coming up. Oh, welcome back, listener. We're just going to take a quick look at the Champions League table right before we go into the last match for... All of the teams competing in the group stages. Uh, group A is decided. Napoli and Liverpool are going in, which we've already discussed. Group B, we have Club Brugge, which is the 
proper pronunciation of Bruges, as I've only recently learned. This is a pronunciation podcast. Anything to say about this, guys, other than Madrid are out? Oh, I love the fact that Atletico and Madrid are out. I, I hate Diego Simone. The fact that the way they went out tonight with a penalty to save themselves right at the end, the dirty bastards. I know. And it's then only, they only missed they, it. Only they would get that. I know. Yeah, oh, I, maybe I them and United. Yeah. They're shithousers. I thought they were going to get a retake because the keeper moved off his line before he saved it, and I thought the ref was going to make a, a, a retake, and I was like, oh, That's my happened God. a couple of times this season, yeah. too, so I thought Crazy. they were... Yeah. Good uh, riddance, Atletico. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Diego. Bye-bye. Big news in Group C. Barca, out. <laughs> out. Uh, Just as Giants of Europe, they say. <laughs> Just desserts. <laughs> yeah, happy to see them go. Bye-bye. Bayern and Inter move on. Group D, all knotted up. Any one of these four teams, we've got Tottenham Hotspur, Sporting, Einreich, Frankfurt, and Marseille. We said at the beginning of the season that all four teams are crap. And, I said um, that, yeah. Which yeah. Is what makes... I said that this would be a, a, a either really good or really bad. It's and it's been bad. I said, Tottenham would so walk, bad. I said Tottenham would walk it, and that clearly isn't true. Yeah, well, I mean, they are still in the lead, technically, but any one of those teams... As they would say in Frankfurt? Vorsprung durch Technik. Gesundheit. What did yours say? Advancement through technology. Vorsprung durch Technik. Anyway, it's German, but anyway. Uh, Deutsch. Isn't that the Volkswagen... Um, it was Audi. This, this Audi means you guys oh. all predict that Frankfurt wins. Okay, all right. Any predictions? So we go into the last game with Sporting against Frankfurt. I would like to say two German words, but they may be taken in a bad way. Sieg Heil, which means hail victory. Wow. Is that really <laughs> yeah. what that means? Yeah. Oh, that's good. To so know. I hail victory on Frankfurt. It's like no one can ever wear that mustache again, even though there's nothing inherently I mean, I know, I know you're not a Spurs fan, Tom, but I thought that was taking it too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, who's walking out of this one? I'm, I'm like, I'm rooting for for Sporting just because they seem like the forgotten team in this. No, Frankfurt. Marseille going to beat Tottenham. Marseille go through. Yeah, Marseille and Tottenham. Marseille's going to beat Tottenham to go through. I like that. I like that. Anything. <laughs> let Spurs be the Spurs they are. <laughs> so Spursy of them to go from first to last. Uh, Group E, there's still some interesting things that can go on. We've got Chelsea with 10 points, AC Milan with 7, and Salzburg with 6, with, leaving Dynamo out. Well, the big thing here is that RB Salzburg um, are Play playing Milan. Milan. Right. So, um, so winner Salzburg. takes all kind of um, last game, and presuming that Chelsea are roll over Dynamo. Okay, let's move on to Group F. Uh, is this decide? Well, no, there's, there's a familiar story. The, yes. uh, the Red Bull team, RB Leipzig in this case, um, have a play Shakhtar um, for the final place there. Which I, I feel like Shakhtar has been kind of the darlings of the, the the tournament this year because of what's going on in Ukraine. So, And they've been a team I said I wanted to see win from the beginning. You so did. it would be cool to see them beat. I don't like the RB teams, man. So. It's not going to happen. It, War Shakhtar. Leipzig have three Ooh, wins, that's not a two losses, thing. and Shakhtar have two draws, a loss, and a draw. I'm not expecting them to win. I'm rooting for them to win. Oh, underdog story. Yeah. I see how it is now. Okay, the next yeah. group, Group uh, G. Next group, Sevilla still has a chance to get in uh, if Dortmund loses and Sevilla No, win. Dortmund both, are playing Copenhagen. That's not happening. They're, both, oh, they're okay. both through anyway. Dortmund only need a draw against City and mm-hmm. to go through. Um Again, it's the not the goal difference; oh, it's the head-to-head right, record. Right. So, um, okay, oh, so, that's yeah. going to be hard to keep track. So, yeah, City and Dortmund both through in that group. No All more right. to say. All right, 
Big one here for the last group, Group H. Paris Saint-Germain and Benfica move on, leaving... Pronunciation. Saint-Germain? Saint-Germain, whatever. Moving on. Uve, out! It's a region. Uve, out! The old lady of the Turin. (laughs) Acting and playing soccer like an old lady of Turin. They are gone. Oh, man. All right. Fun when they all... Any other thoughts on this? No? My thoughts? Yeah, Juve going. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Barca U- going. <laughs> Juve, Atletico, Juve, Atletico and Barca all gone. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just need Tottenham out now. Oh, and then wait. I have got one bingo. Are, are, is, <laughs> Come wait, on, Marseille. Wait, Tom, are you and I like the only people that actually have a, a deep-seated dislike of, of Spurs? Or is this... Is it, I just I, don't like Spurs fans. I don't. I don't like anything about them. I don't like Harry Kane. Son's okay, I guess. I don't like the fucking. You know what? Oh, I think their manager's t- a toss pot. Okay, we can go with that. Wow, one. that was a British way of saying that. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know the word toss, toss pot. <laughs> All right. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect because we're going to break. And welcome back, listener. The lads and I are looking at the Leeds match, and we're uh, we're going to discuss some potential lineups for the Liverpool side. Um, I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to kick it over to Neil because I think we're going to be similar. And I have a funny feeling Tom's got some tomfoolery going on it with his. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at you! Hey, you punny, like that? very of punny. Of course, you like that. I'm picking it up from you guys. I'm I'm dropping the American by next season. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm going with the aforementioned four, two, three, one. Um, I like Rabo, VVD, Gomez, and Trent. So you go with Gomez um, instead of Kanate's back. Kanate is on my subs. I still think maybe give him a little bit more time before he's starting. Starting, but well, I think he started the season for you, and um, yeah. he, Gomez looked shaky in a few games. So uh. yeah, but the more Gomez plays, and I think we've discussed this whether we release that episode or not. Yeah. Um, the more I like Gomez how we mentioned that episode, better. and everyone's going to be like, I want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There We're drumming go. up the hype. Um, yeah. I think every match that Gomez has played, he's looked a little bit better, and he's really come into form. He still makes some some really silly decisions on the pitch sometimes, but for the most part, he looks more and more he's solid still every young. time I see him. Which is fine. That's why I'm not writing him off. He's still, he's still no, I'm good with trade. Gomez. Midfield. My two are hey, Tiago and call. Fabinho. Hmm? I, I am one-third of this, and I didn't get a call. Ooh, Simi over Robbo. No, 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 no. We're not. We're, we're, we're going to you in a minute. We're doing lineups. Oh. We're doing them all at once. Yeah, and I want Simi over Robbo <laughs> to start. All right, we'll get to you. I knew you were going to have some kind of time. That's what we said. Uh, Tiago and Fabino in the midfield, and then Bobby playing that that false nine role with Carvalho on the left. I went with Carvalho too. Salah on the right. Yeah, and the big man from Uruguay up front, Darwin Nunez. Oh, I was going to go with James Milner. Of course you are. No, you have him in goal. Good old reply. Oh, by the way, Becker in goal, if, if anyone says otherwise. Kelleher? <laughs> Number um, one Irish goalkeeper. Nunez Stephen is Kenny. A, Nunez is, I will find you. Uh, Nunez, Nunez is a lot like Gomez for me, where, where the more he plays, the more we see him, the better he looks. He looks like he, he's still rough around the edges, but he's looking like he's tightening it up a little bit. And I want to see him keep starting because I think the more that happens, the more his confidence grows, the more goals he puts in the back of the net, the better he's going to look. And I think this system that we've seen Klopp play a couple of times now works best to serve him. So 
That's Sounds my lineup. Good. So I, I agree with your lineup um, pretty much. Same um, tactics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have identical lineup. So, um, so yeah, over to you, Tom. So, tell us how it's going to be different than that. Oh, I want Simi instead of Robbo. Oh, you want Simi instead of Robbo? Oh, you want Simi? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Oh, I'm glad we came to you. Elliot should start. Huge. Next time you should interrupt I'm giving us if Elliot you want rest. That. Oh, I should mention that's why I didn't put Elliot in my start. I'm giving him some rest because he's he played back to back matches and he's all over the place. So, give him some rest. He can come on. When I was that age, I didn't need rest. Yeah, you weren't making millions of dollars, though. Also true. <laughs> no, I but wish he w- you were. <laughs> yeah, but when he was that age, it was, you know, 1848. <laughs> they didn't have millions of anything yet, except for years. There were only two. Right? Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> when you were around and, and, you know, Adam and Eve were around, why was Keith Richards there? <laughs> anyway, how's your midfield? <laughs> Fabinho and Elliot, I would like to start. Uh, Salah, Bobby. Uh, Tiago's back and you haven't got him in the team? Tiago should come on, but I don't think he should start. Okay. Uh, is this like it's Leeds and we'll be all right? No, this is more like, you know, he's still I'm coming back seen. from, you know, an infection. He like he has an ear infection, so you're going to be a little bit wobbly on your feet. Some bambi legs. Yeah. Yeah. I so I'd like to see him. Sounds like me last Friday night. <laughs> Where, where were you Friday? <laughs> England. Remember England. Anyway. Wait, who was the rest of your back line? Virgil. Trent, Gomez, Virgil, Simi. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at that. No. And we can interchange Gomez for Matip and Robbo if we're struggling. Matip's not fit. So yeah, it's Sorry, Kanate. My apologies. Yeah. Wow, I got it wrong. So, again. Um, so, your front line. Uh, Darwin. Darwin up front. Oh, he's, no, no. I just have one up front. <laughs> That's it. You're only playing. Well, you're players. short of three players at the moment. So Salah, Bobby, and Carvalho. Okay, behind. so you're doing the same thing. Oh, oh, okay. So we're all pretty close with yeah. a couple of players off. So, so that means we all like that four-two-three-one yeah. formation. Yeah, agreed. Okay, cool, cool. Like it. Um, let's look at the rest of the Premier League matches. Um, going into this weekend, let's start with uh, Leeds Liverpool. What are your predictions, boys? Neil. Two nil Liverpool. Sorry. Two nil. All right. Not, I am not Neil. Jump in, man. Jump in. That's good. Two nil. I'm going three nil Liverpool. I'm going to say three one Liverpool. Who's scoring for Leeds? I don't know, but I know Bamford it's going to happen. Or Harrison or somebody. First half. How much did you say, Neil? First half. Three nil. Three nil. So you, same as me. Yeah, you went with two nil. Yeah, you said two. But nil. it's okay. <laughs> you only said it thirty seconds ago, Tom. I'm going to say. Three I think one. I'm going to go with two nil. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> idea, Tom. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-1, Leeds score first, but this is going to be the game where Liverpool come back and don't get defeated by going down early. Oof. Ooh. That's a big call from you. I don't like it, but I like it because we still win. All right. Leicester City versus Man City. Oh, God. This is going to be a bloodbath. Man City 4-0. Yeah. Yep. 4-0. I'm with you. 2-1 2-1 Leicester. Why? Because <laughs> they're t- still tired? <laughs> the first match of the day. They rested players during the week. No, yeah. 2-1 Leicester. I just, just got a feeling. I, I, I like that result. How about Newcastle United versus Aston Villa? The newly resurgent Aston Villa. Yeah, I like where you're going. 1-1 uh, draw. What was that? 1-1 one, one draw. 4-4. Four, four. 
4-4. Four, four. <laughs> Neil's drunk. He's been hiding it this whole time. I'm going to say 2-1 Villa. Go home. <laughs> I want 2-1 Villa. 2-1 Villa. Villa. Bournemouth and... Uh, I don't even want to say it. Spurs. 9-0 Bournemouth. They get their revenge. 0-0 <laughs> nil, nil. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no Bournemouth you were going to say then, would you, Tom? Because that would be like a win to them. Um, <laughs> like, I'm keeping my reality throughout, so it's going to be... 4-4 four, four is your reality, <laughs> and 2-1 last in advance. And wait till you hear the Bournemouth result. 2-0 uh, <laughs> Tottenham. I like 2-0 Tottenham, yeah, that's what I was actually going to say. It's going to be the most boring 2 Can I say hurricane penalty? Because every time yeah, I say hurricane one. penalty... He doesn't get one, so Harry Kane penalty. Ooh, all right. Uh, how about Brighton and Chelsea? That's that's an interesting match. Well, it would have been a couple of weeks ago. Um, Ooh, uh, I don't know. One uh, nil Chelsea. Uh, I'm saying one one draw. Two one Chelsea. I think. Okay. You said a one one draw. I said one one draw. Realistically, yeah. a one one draw. Uh, that that might be a little bit of. That might be a little bit of hope. Uh, Crystal Palace against Saints. <laughs> <laughs> um, Palace to bounce back with a 1-0 win. I like a 1-0 win. Yeah, Palace, 1-0. Nil all draw. Ooh. Ooh. Exciting oh. nil all draw. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, how about Brentford versus Wolves? Oh, do we have to? Mm-hmm. Um, negative one, negative one. Wow, a negative draw. <laughs> Every player gets a red card. It's a brawl on the field. They can't even play the match. Yeah, so I, they I actually just take points away from the I, zero. Yeah, I don't know how so either team So it comes down to this. eight players. The game gets forfeited. Everyone goes home. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Brentford 2-0. Brentford have shown that they can play good football this season. So you know what, two nil Brentford isn't a bad guess. I, I yeah, two nil, two nil Brentford. <clears throat> wow, we all too. agree on that one. That yeah. means that's the one. Oh, we all don't care. We just said, yeah, what he said. Uh, Fulham Everton. Well, the mighty seventh placed um, Fulham against the blue nose shite. Um, it has to be, <laughs> has to be three one Fulham. Ooh, I'm saying one nil Fulham. I went two nil Fulham. Okay. Just because we all hate Everton, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 100%. Arsenal and Forest is a disappointing fixture. Well, Forest have got a bit more of a, a spine of late, as they showed against us. Um, Which means they'll lay down for Arsenal. I'm going 3 0 Arsenal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 2 0 Arsenal. <laughs> so they showed more spine, and we all said, nah, they're not going to score. Well, they had a spine no. against us, but we had a lot of chances we didn't take. Yeah. And um, I think Jesus will take them. We could have won that match 4-1 if we had. Yeah, could have, would have, should have. All right, United, West Ham. I'm going with West Ham on this. I like West one Ham. 1-0 win. United have not been scoring goals. The return of David Moyes again. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with 2-0 West Ham. I'm going to say 2-1 West Ham. This is really wishful thinking. United so I've taken team. note of all our things, and we will all be receiving three points for correct answers, one point for a draw, <laughs> and nothing for so, a loss. So we will see. I like that. I like that. All right, guys, closing thoughts? I'd like a 
momentum from the Ajax game to go over. I think I just cut off Neil from a thought. No? No, you're all fine. It's just that, uh, the reason I was shaking my head is that I've used that same freaking line after every win. Um, so say, I like, was going to try it out. This yeah, you time. try it this time because it hasn't worked when I've said it. Uh, Neil, closing thoughts. I'm sorry, were you done, Tom? So I Neil, would. Neil, shut up. Tom, please continue. <laughs> you make so much noise, Neil. <laughs> so uh, I would like us to find this momentum we're in, just cruise along, you know, surf this momentum. And kind of just win. <laughs> just kind of win. Yeah. And don't concede first. Jeez, um, crime. Whatever I don't like I mean. to take the the other guy's name in vain. Oh, yeah. yeah, win at all costs and no injuries is what I'd like at the moment. Um, the injuries crisis has got a little uh, out of control. So, yeah, um, I'll take any win going. Thank you very much. Um, at this point, I don't even care about the performance. We just need a win and no injuries. So I don't usually do a closing thought. I usually just close it here. But I do have one more thought. And that is, I think this 4-2-3-1 formation that we have seen success from is going to be our key to victory going through the injury crisis. And I think it's also something that's really helping us take our weakest point in this team out of the equation, which is our midfield. Because... When we play that high press, it squishes everyone together. But when there's space, it puts so much attacking threat up front, even with two of our best attackers out. All right, boys, this has been a great episode. I want to thank you for joining me. And you too, listener. Have a great night.